Hey, you're listening to the High Voltage Rock and Roll Radio Show with the Night Prowler. Oh, wait, nope, that's my other job. Now we're listening to another episode of Answers for Everything podcast. We appreciate you spending some of your free time with us. Don't forget to like and share on our socials. If you have any questions or want to send us anything naughty, just send out to our Instagram at AFE underscore podcast. That's A as an anus, F as in frankly, and E is enough. The underscore symbol, then the word podcast. So if you have a drink, sit back, enjoy the show. Ooh, look at you all smiley. Seem pretty happy. What's up? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Uh, not, not, I can hear you now. Ooh. That's weird. This last time and this time, like yeah. the first 10, 10 seconds, you're talking, I can't hear a thing. It's really it's weird. weird. Yeah. What if I yeah. just pretend to talk? I'm just moving my mouth and it looks like I'm talking, but I'm not just to have you looking around at all your controls and shit. Well, I've had women pretend to do other things and just, I looked around at my controls and shit and it, <laughs> it didn't help. I just turned, I just turned it up to 11. Uh, ooh, nice. Mine doesn't go past four. So 11 must be super. Hey man, I've made improvements to go, go gadget penis. Oh, nice. And I, I do have my libations for the ooh. night. Lucky, I've just got water. Yes, ah, uh, no, that's going to be my new tradition. I think it's going to be a a whiskey and coke. However, I have like, to ask you though, like every night, does it? Or? No, 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 no. I'm not oh. that much of a potential drunk. Uh, <laughs> does it cause any? Does it cause any problems with the recording? Is it is it noisy? Can you hear me drinking? No, not at all. Uh, the only the only stuff I would ever hear, I can just edit out. But drinking isn't a problem. Okay. Just I my, I'm, yeah, I haven't heard swallowing. Just my, just my breathing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, drinking, eating. I guess if you had like Doritos or Cheetos or something, it'd be like super crunchy. It's like when I game with people and you hear them eating chips, I fucking lose my yeah. mind. Oh, I can imagine. I always turn I, my I, mic off when I'm when I'm gaming and I'm eating or drinking something. I turn my mic off. But these well, people just keep it on and you're hearing crunch, crunch, crunch while you're trying to hunt fuckers down and kill them. Yeah, yeah, that's not right. No, that's, that's that. That's like that Sam Rockwell quoting. That's just not right. Yeah. <laughs> in Galaxy Quest. Yeah, such a great. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, here's a here's a term. You might know what this is. You might not. And I've heard it before, and I had to look it up to see what exactly what it was. Do you know what a trap house is? Trap house. Yeah. Have you heard Neg- the term trap house? Negative. Okay. I don't, well, I I've don't heard... swing in those, what is it? I don't dwell in those circles. I don't live in those circles. I don't travel in those circles. Trap house? No idea. What kind of, cir- what kind of circles do you think it is? I don't know, but okay. if I did travel in those circles, I probably would have heard it by now, so I clearly don't. <laughs> well, okay, so you know we've done Urban Dictionary stuff before, so this yeah. is my version of an Urban Dictionary. What do you think a trap house is? I think a trap house is a house where there's ladies of the night working, but when you pull down their panties, they're not ladies. They're dudes. <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> well, you know, you were actually somewhat close a little bit on that. A trap house is a house that, much like its name, it is a trap. Yeah. But but frequently, it is a house that someone say of a criminal endeavor might rent or use typically an, an abandoned property 
like to set up a, a shooting gallery or a place where they sell drugs or they run whores out of. Hmm. And basically, basically, it's a place where criminality can be done and not traced back necessarily to the person who's running it. And but basically, like you know, a lot of people who do like hardcore drugs, they want to buy the drugs and they want to have a place they can use them and then be Yes. safe out of the weather and stuff. So basically, you know, you have a bunch of people flopping, you know, in a house, getting high on heroin or whatever, or you're running whores out of there, or you know, whatever, whatever criminal activity you might want. That is called a trap house. So it's like in a movie when somebody's missing their sister or their mom or their dad or their brother and they track them down. They're usually in a house filled with a bunch of drug addicts getting high, getting fucked up. There's like hookers in there. There's people like weighing drugs and putting stuff in baggies. That would be a trap Right. house. That would be a trap house. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, Basically, it's, it basically it's a place that you, you can, that's not traceable. That's why I said a lot. It says, from what I read, it says a lot of times they use abandoned property. Like they squat in a house, you know, they just take over a property that's been abandoned and then they run some kind of criminal, uh, endeavor out of there and uh yeah it's not a place you want to live so living in a trap house would be a bad thing I want you to think about that. How often do you think in your life you'd be willing to just abandon property that you own, a house, a dwelling? Like either you have way too much money or you just don't care about material things or you can't afford the upkeep on. I like how would you why would you leave something like that that's yours till it just becomes a drug haven? Well, you know, I've thought about that here recently because – and this was prompted by my uh, activity at the gym today, and before that gets kinky or something. Basically what happened was is I came in there to change to go out the lift for the day, and there was just somebody's random sock, just a sock on the bench. by where I you know where I was sitting to change and somebody else came in they were going to change and they asked me is this your sock I was like no I said it was just here when I got here so he just took it and he threw it on the floor whatever but the point that I'm making is is later on when I was taking a shower and another stall there was just somebody's either shorts or underwear just hanging up just kind of like flopped over the rod on the shower Weird. and often when I've been at the gym You'll just see a random article of clothing around. And I think – and I thought about that today about how people just easily just don't give a crap about stuff, right? Yeah. And, and, me, and me and you have talked about urban exploring before. I don't know if it's been on the show or, or outside of the show, but you know where you have these people who, who go to like – You know, Detroit or some city or just even out in the country, and they go in and they shoot photos of an abandoned property, right? You know, Yep. and I've seen everything from a house that looks like the people just walked out of it to a complete, you know, trash disaster. And the thing is, is the United States is just full of abandoned property because, you know, I mean, whenever somebody – leaves or a business closes and stuff unless it's bought it, you know it depends on what kind of circumstances of who owns it uh you know it could just be overlooked or or you know maybe that you know it's been paid off or the taxes or whatever and it never pops up and nobody ever experiences in interest on it like when i drive down south missouri and i drive down this smaller highway 
I'll pass by properties that have been empty for years. If not this one property, I know it's a really cool old stone, not stone, brick building. It was a business at one time of some sort. There's nothing in there. It's been abandoned for 10 plus years. It's in the middle of basically nowhere, So and nothing's going on. So nobody's clamoring to like take it over or pay for it or do something with it. Now, the thing is, if you run a certain criminal business in there, it's going to draw attention to it. So yeah. obviously, more, obviously, more than likely, it's going to have to be in a place in an urban environment. But until like the Renaissance, where they started redoing our downtown, there was tons of abandoned buildings. Or they weren't a, necessarily abandoned, just the owners weren't doing anything with them. They might not even be in the country. They might not even, you know, they might not be in the state. They might not be in the city. They might not be in the state, the country, this, you know, whatever they might, you know, might be owned by some Chinese, you know, business, you don't know. And so it's easy. I mean, it's not easy. It's not something I would do, but I mean, if you were wanting to be a criminal, I mean, what's the worst that happens? Oh, they found my abandoned property. That's not mine. Yeah. I'll go somewhere else and start it somewhere else, you know? Yeah, I guess uh, you and I don't own a lot of things, so it's not fathomable in our minds to just leave it. Right. right? But these people probably own so much stuff that this is just a another thing in their collection, just another brick building in another state in a town that they it's on a line somewhere on some sort of income statement, but they don't even they don't need it, so they don't look at it. Exactly, or 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 take for example, maybe maybe Uncle John, who never had kids, owned a property and he passes away, and and Jim and Karen and Kevin or whatever, yeah, they're on they're they're on the East Coast in Pennsylvania, and Uncle Jim died here in Kansas, and it's hard to figure out like the deed to the property. They don't give a crap. I mean, oh, well, they wanted to, they really wanted to mess with it. They could mess with it. But what if they're all making plenty of good money? Yeah. Like, nobody wants to mess with this house. Oh, who wants to go back to Kansas and dig up a deed and do this and do that so we can sell this place and get 20 grand out of it? Of, you know, I made that last month. You know, they don't care. I mean, that's just a, an example. And, yeah. and I and I see these properties, you know, when they go into these places and they're just abandoned. I mean, there's like you open the closet and there's like all their clothes and you know there's a bookshelf with all their books and stuff and i mean you know you're trying to get away from being a, a collector of things and i'm Correct. struggling way more than you are on that but I, I mean it looks like people just got up and just walked away or they died who knows maybe they died in a car accident it's just so weird and i see so many i mean obviously you probably haven't really delved into it very much. There's a couple of really cool YouTube channels about these urban explorer guys. And like this one guy found like a basically, I don't know where it was because he, you know, he never posts exactly where it's at because he doesn't want people to go there, you know, and mess with it. But he found like a, basically like an abandoned mansion, like, like out in the woods, like in some place in Canada, it was just a beautiful house, but it hadn't looked like it hadn't been anybody there for over 15 years, you know, and it's just slowly, you know, stuff's growing on the house and stuff you know it's just slowly going to be taken back over by nature and you, you know you talk about it's it's so weird seeing this because on one hand you have all this shortage of property people and places to live and yep. there's all these buildings but they're never where people want to live at 
Because I mean, people use. I feel like people used to be much more interested in spreading out and having their own whatever, not necessarily near other people. And now I feel like everybody is, oh, I got to be in the city. I got to be this. A lot of people are just hive hive mind city dwellers. Okay, if you had your choice, Clay. Yeah. Let's just say money was no object, but yep. would you live in a bigger city or would you live more remotely? What would you choose? I would pick a bigger city. I like the convenience. Yeah. Like I, I live See, in the middle of essentially nowhere. It's we have a shitty airport that the flights that come in and out of here have just been canceled. We told that WestJet is no longer flying in and out of our town. So there, there's no airline that flies into our town. It's a tiny little town. It, it connected to Calgary. That's where the connection always was. I, I've used the airport once to fly to uh-huh. Vancouver. And it was fucking incredible for the first time in like 15 years to not have to drive three hours to an airport. Like sometimes I drive right. longer to the airport than the flight I take to get where I want to wow. go. And it's you have fucking to drive to You have to drive to what, Edmonton? Yeah, or I've done Saskatoon before. I know I did a joke on. I, I had uh, air miles on uh-huh. on, a, on my air miles card, but I didn't have enough from Edmonton to salt to where was it? Colorado, Loveland, Denver. Uh huh. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, I didn't have enough air miles to do Edmonton to Denver. I didn't have enough air miles to do Saskatoon to Denver, but I had enough air miles to do Saskatoon to Salt Lake City, and then I rented a car and drove through the mountains to Denver, and that's where you picked me up. Oh. But yeah, okay. I didn't. I didn't have enough fucking air miles, so I drove three hundred, like uh, two hundred and seventy kilometers east, instead of driving two hundred seventy kilometers west, and I had enough air miles to fly. So stupid. Uh, right? But but you, but you but you flew back. Yeah, I, I used WestJet dollars on my other credit card to fly back. Oh, okay, okay, all right. Yeah. See, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, I did a one way trip to Salt Lake City, rented a car, drove to Denver from there, and then I did a one way ticket from Denver to uh, back to. Saskatoon, so I could pick up my car. Nice. Oh, see, I didn't know that. I that would have been a well. Maybe you told me back when we when you did it. That would have been a fun trip going through the mountains. Oh yeah, uh, it was. I it was nine hours that day. It was great. And the only problem I had is I didn't realize there was a time change somewhere, so I was late. You were there uh, early because I was yeah. like, "What the fuck? You're you're there already?" And then I looked at my phone. I was like, "Holy fuck! It's an hour later." Oh my god, I crossed over a fucking time zone somewhere. I must have. Yeah. Yeah. You went from, uh, you went from, uh, West coast to mountain. Yeah. So, yeah. But so, so where was I going with this? The whole, the whole point of the thing is this, is that, is that this country is full of a lot of abandoned stuff. I mean, you know, and and the only time that things get, I mean, usually around, usually it seems like at least for our country, I don't know about every other country, but it seems that we typically just will walk away from a property and just let it rot unless there's some value to tearing it down and rebuilding on the property. Otherwise, yeah. of course, why waste money spending money to tear it down? You know, there's no point, you know. It, it just seems weird there. to me. You always figure, you know, the world's not building more land. So it's still got to be worth something. But yeah, if it's in the middle of nowhere, it's almost worth nothing. Yeah. Well, you know that that's what really confused me. You know, when when I was when I was but a wee lad in my twenties and the internet and the internet, the dawn of the internet came about. It's <laughs> not that long ago, just in the nineteenth century. Um I thought, wow, this internet is gonna be it's gonna be cool because now 
you know, here hopefully in the future, people won't maybe congregate so much in the cities. They'll actually maybe move back out to outlying areas and bring some of these small towns back because, hey, the internet connects everything. You can work from anywhere. And the funny thing is, is, is there are people who are professional remote people and some people who work, but by and large, the amount of people have basically just stayed in the cities and the cities just continue to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Well, it's convenient. Yeah. You're, you have places that are open after seven o'clock at night. You have access to subways, access to movie theaters, access to airports. You just have more access to things. Like I, I hate living here because I don't, I have a 24 hour McDonald's. Yay. My Tim Hortons, which I, I'm blasphemously saying this. I fucking hate Tim Hortons. I'm a Canadian that fucking hates it. <laughs> I hate it. It's yeah. it's open 24 hours a day and they sell sandwiches, soups, donuts, little donut holes, coffee, espressos, stuff like that. But after like three o'clock in the afternoon, you, you can't order what you want off the menu. You have to ask, do you still have this? Do you still have this? Do you still have this? Because they, they have like 20 different donut flavors, but by three o'clock in the afternoon, they have two left and they don't make any more. They just don't. Ah. If I go through at night after close at like midnight and I was like, oh, can I get this donut? Yeah, we don't have that. And instead of me going through the list of can I have this one? Can I have this one? Can I have this one? The first thing like, I what, ask, what do you have? What do you have? And I was like, how the fuck yeah. do you manage to like have three of them in this little town open 24 hours if all you have is coffee and chicken noodle soup available? Like after a certain time and not. Yeah, yeah, it's just ridiculous. And they're closed, so you can't, like you said, congregate. You can't go in there. They used to be open twenty four hours so you could sit down. Now they're not drive through only. Oh really? They're still drive through only? Well, during the day and stuff, they're open. You can sit down. Oh, inside. okay. But yeah, at night they're they're drive through only. So I just don't know how they fucking make money when people are picking up two dollar coffees every hour. Right? It's just but no, wow. I, I hate the, the donuts are shit. Back in the Back in the day, you know, when I was a wee lad and uh, the they had pie, they had the, the donuts were made fresh there. Now they're like frozen shit that they put in a warmer to heat up. It's just terrible. It's a terrible yeah. fucking company and it's got shit product. That being said, they have a Bailey's donut right now. And if you happen to catch it because it's available, it's fucking awesome. Okay. There's like a, a Bailey's Irish cream filling in the middle and it's got like chocolate flakes on top, like actual like nice chocolate flakes, not like the, not like a chocolate drizzle, but like, yeah, shaved chocolate on top. <laughs> well, speaking of Bailey's, about the only Bailey's I wanted to have be a cream filled donut would have been Bailey on WKRC. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Old Bailey. Yeah. She's probably either she's probably either dead or very, very old right now. Yeah, so. you still smash her. You know it. Hey, Ginger's still alive from Tina Louise is still alive? I think so. I think she's the last one. Nice. I think she is. So yeah, speaking of speaking of which on, on a completely shift of change. Okay, well, hold on. Before we shift change uh here. Were you, were you gonna uh, hit on Tim Hortons as well? No, I, I've never ate at Tim Hortons. You know what? I may have eaten at a Tim Hortons. I think I actually did once when I was in Vancouver. Well, when you're in Vancouver at the end of the month, I'm not gonna recommend it. But you'll probably pass a whole bunch of them on your travels. Yeah. Well, if they have a Bailey's donut, I may try one. It, it is um, quite fucking good. Not going to lie. But I will never, I never go there because I'm just disappointed once I get there. It's just sad. I think it's sad. Unless you go yeah. like 10 o'clock in the morning, full menu. Full menu. 2 o'clock in the afternoon, half a menu. 3.30 in the afternoon, 
order the menu. Seven o'clock at night, you got donuts, some soup, and maybe two or three different sandwiches. But it, so what, do the, what do the people do overnight? Just circle jerk around or something? I mean, I, what I the fuck do they have to do? I mean, I guess the people overnight are probably cooking all the for the next day. I don't uh, know. I have no idea. I would assume those people did it early in the morning. Well, you would think, but yeah. I, don't I don't get know. how they I don't get it. I don't know. Uh, as a business so, owner, I don't fucking understand it. Uh, so, I mean, for the most part, for where you live, if it wasn't for the fact that the, the oil sands are out there, that city wouldn't be there, right? There would be uh, no it, reason for that city to be there. It wouldn't exist. Right. Right. So, speaking of that, how is the industry up there these days? Uh, when people have a lot of money working for the oil companies, they spend a lot of money. Because when you work for an oil company, you usually work long hours. So you're tired as fuck. So you're spending all your hard-earned money on eating out, entertainment. So places like mine, they do well because people are too lazy to cook. They're too lazy to go grocery shopping. So they just order takeout. They order delivery. You know, on the way home, they'll stop off and grab a bunch of beer. Liquor stores here, like this is, I don't know if you can wrap your head around this, but they they do $60,000 a day in sales. Wow. And there's 21 of them in my town. For a small town, that's pretty wow. It's pretty. So you're saying there's a you're saying there's a lot of alcohol flowing up there. There's a lot of it's all the teenagers that I've ever hired. They they come with some sort of thing ingrained with them, like in their fucking souls, that drinking is the means to enjoyment. That's it. Wow, interesting. Yeah, I feel bad because my my kids are taught the opposite. <laughs> so. I mean, they're not wow. all like that, but yeah, for the most part, drinking and drugs and blowing your entire paycheck in two days, that's the mentality of the oil sands. It's, it's pretty much the same with small towns here in the U.S., except most of the people are just poor, so they a lot of them just do poor drugs like crystal meth and <laughs> stuff like that and whatever alcohol they can scrounge. They don't have a lot of money, but they'll still get jacked up, so... I always Steel find it, shit, I guess. I always find it weird when I visit anywhere but here and the amount of cars I see versus trucks. Out here, mm-hmm. 98% of the people drive a truck. Like a big jacked up Ford F-150. And then when I head to Vancouver, it's like, I don't see any trucks. People drive cars. People drive Teslas. This is They drive crossovers. Yeah, it's just, it's weird. The prairies, man, that you drive by the car dealership and it's 99% big jacked up trucks. Well, so, it's two different cultures. I mean, it's two different yeah. cultures. And I mean, I'm you don't want to be. You, yeah, you're still a car person. More. Well, I've been out now. here 15 years, and I'm I'm still, I still find it odd. I don't think I'll ever sink into the, the comfortable shoe of this is my home, living out here. Yeah. Even if I live here but, for the rest of my life, I still will never say like I'm a prairie boy. No. You're not right. a prairie boy, Clay. You're you you are a city boy, Clay. I can see that in you. I know. You know, yeah. But you know, I mean, I can't say the same. I'm the same way. Although I don't know. I mean, when you look at me and you, the way I am, do you think I'm more of a city boy? I mean, I'm. I think I'm pretty much a city boy. Yeah, you're a city boy. But, yeah, but I also have a lot of of good feelings about the country too. Yeah, I mean, so, I I would. I don't know how to put it. I would like to live in a town that has a international airport that's a 20-minute drive away 
but mm. I'm still close enough to the convenience of everything. Yeah. Yeah, I think I would probably be more like I would like to be an hour or hour and a half away out more rural. But I probably wouldn't be going very many places either, you know. But anyway, moving on from the topic of abandoned places and everything else, let's move to a topic we've talked about often, and that is women. Okay. Uh, are you familiar with the show Star Trek Enterprise? Mm, I don't with watch Scott, it. Scott, you don't watch any Star Treks? Yeah, Scott Bakula was the captain, correct? Yeah, yeah Scott yeah, Bakula was I didn't, the captain. I didn't yes. watch it, but I know of it. Did you, do you, well, do you know who T'Pol is, the the Vulcan science officer that was a woman that was on the ship. Do you know who she is? No. Okay. Uh, anyway, she's pretty hot. So I just happened Wait, pretty to check hot her out. Or pretty hot for a Vulcan. No, she was hot. She's okay. hot. She's a, she was a model. I mean, she's obviously older now because that show was, you know, 20 years ago, but uh, she's married to the CEO of live nation. Wow. And you know who, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know who Live Nation is. They're the biggest piece yeah. of shit on earth. Yeah, exactly. She has three kids. And this, this is immaterial. Just the fact that I think about you have someone like Salma Hayek, who's married to like a major, like one of the richest men in the world. And, you know, here she is. All I'm saying is this beauty and hotness definitely gets its rewards if it wants it. <laughs> yeah. That's all I'm saying. Well, I mean, they could be really cool, nice people. You never know. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they are. But um, I mean, I mean, the Live Nation guy might charge you a fee to go in his bathroom at his house or something. But you know, but uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, what is it? Attractive girls can have a way better life than attractive guys can. Yes, yes, I would say that's the case. So that's pretty much all the things that are on my mind. I just wanted to. So Vulcan, Live Nation, and abandoned houses. Yeah, you know me. I'm a multiphasic kind of guy. <laughs> I don't know. I, I wish I could tell you what was on my mind. I really haven't been thinking much about anything. Just work, kids. Yeah, not even thinking about like yeah. the future. Nothing. I'm not. Yeah, I've been really chill and relaxed the last couple of weeks. Well, that's good. You need to be yeah. chill and relaxed. It's a new year, man. Are you it's one of those? Year. You're one of those new year, new me kind of guys? Sometimes, but I'll say so far, this new year hasn't been a new me. I've 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 vastly uh underwhelmed myself going into the new year. Yeah, I so. can see. Instead of that one Amazon package box, you know, you have six there. I was waiting, I was wondering how long it was gonna be before you said something. Ooh. I was moving stuff around so I'd move some boxes there. I just wanted to see and are, are those are something. those newly acquired boxes after that large one? Or are those ones that were just underneath no. I didn't see? They're just boxes that were stacked around that I've moved around. So yeah. New year, no no new Charlie Ray. Yeah, no. Still a chronic masturbator, you know, same old, same old. Is there any that's, other a, that's a guy. <laughs> well, well, it depends. Do you, do you chronically masturbate or do you masturbate with chronic? I mean, you know. Mm. No, well, I'm, I mean, I'm not a chronic guy, so I'm definitely a chronic masturbator. Is, uh, three, times, that, uh, is three times a day too much? Is that right? I don't know. Did you ever see that? Was it What was that show from that movie from the 80s? Was it Heaven Help Us? Did you ever see that movie, Heaven Help Us? I don't think so. <sighs> I can't remember the I think it was Heaven Help Us. It could be another movie. All I remember is that is that it was set like at a 
a parochial type school. There's a, a bunch of a bunch of guys. You know, it was like a it was like a teenage, you know, a teen movie from the. 80s, I don't know right? why this is so familiar, but I think you've brought this up before. I've brought it up before. Have you? But okay. One of the like... guys, what one of the guys that's part of the group? Yeah. Was always getting caught masturbating. Okay. I mean, if you if you if he disappeared for like five minutes, <laughs> they'd find him in a closet masturbating. He'd be in the bathroom masturbating. The nuns would catch him. Mas- I mean, the dude was like masturbating like twenty four seven. It was <laughs> it was just a running joke through the whole movie. But yeah, we've talked. To, I've mentioned it before. Would you Would you ever choose it over sex? Like what, let, masturbation? Yeah. Let's say you're at home. And you're like, ah, I feel tired. I'm kind of going to go to bed in the next 45 minutes or so. I'm going to go rub one out. Then you get a text for a booty call. Do you think, that's a lot of work. How about I just go rub one out and go to bed? Do you ever? Would you ever choose that? It, it would have to be with somebody you've had sex with before. Well, it depends on the girl. And yeah. it depends on how far away she was. And depends on if it was a work night. So <laughs> so you, you, would, you would choose rubbing one out instead of banging the hottie. Well, I mean, if she was a hottie, no, I'd go bang the hottie. But what if she said she'd be there in an hour and you're like, fuck, I want to go to bed in an hour. And when she gets here, we're going to fuck for a long time. So I'm going to go to bed in like three hours. Cat nap. <laughs> Set the clock. <laughs> I don't know. You know, uh, I would rub one point, out first, it, then invite her over and last longer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at this point in life, I'm just happy to rub one out. Rub two or three out. Well, since that that since the girl that I was seeing, me and her, I think are are done. So, as I mentioned before, I think. Yeah, but you keep saying that, but then you're not done. No, we haven't. We've barely talked over like the last month, and it's been like a week and a half since our last kind of conversation. She doesn't. She doesn't seem to want to keep uh, um, continuing on a conversation whenever we've texted. So it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I, I'm not going to force it. I think this was. This is nature's way of saying, "This is what you wanted. You wanted to to uh, go back to not worrying about that." And so I think that's the new year for me. It's like, okay, that's done. That's mm. okay. I'm okay with it. It's I'm I'm all right. I got other things to concentrate on. I don't want to worry about that. I got to worry about that stack of crap. Yeah, we all got to worry about stacks of crap in our life. Yeah, that's but, just our bosses. Well, I just take off a little little piece at a time every day. Knock something off the list yeah. every day. It can't grow that fast if you're knocking one thing off a day. If you're getting two problems a day and only solving one, oh my God, why the fuck are you getting two problems a day? Figure that out. I don't know. You know, according to what I read, uh, Klingons have two penises. That's pretty interesting to find out. Ooh. Did you know that? I, I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I assume I was, I was... sex with a Klingon is very violent. It is. It is. Uh, I I I've been watching some Star Trek recently, and I've been watching clips and stuff. And uh, yeah, according to uh, according to what I watched or read, yeah, Klingon sex is very violent. The woman basically throw things at the man while he attempts to recite to her romantic poetry and avoid things that are being thrown at him. I'm like, wow, it sounds remarkably like meth heads. But you know, hey, except for the except for the romantic poetry, maybe. Uh, but, but yeah, but Bordis. Oh, the the one guy on uh Orville. Yeah, the 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 the, the, the men, the men, yeah. men. Yeah, we yeah. had to put that in there. Thanks. Uh, no, no, but so apparently Klingons have a lot of, as they call it, 
redundant duplicate organs, and apparently that includes the <laughs> penis. Well, how often do they use it? I know Spock only has sex like once every seven years or something. Yeah, but Klingons aren't like Vulcans. No, that's what know? I mean, but do, do they have a thing where they have to do a certain amount of times? Or do they just do it when they're feeling they're in the mood? I can't picture a Klingon being in the mood. <laughs> they seem kind of like a rapey culture, don't they? <laughs> they, they totally <laughs> seem like a rapey culture. Yeah. Basically, I would say that the Klingon version of sex is definitely what we would call rough sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I watched a clip that had me just laughing my ass off uh, from Deep Space Nine, but apparently... Some I don't know how the Klingons were there where they interacted interacted with Deep Space Nine, but you remember you remember you did you watch Deep Space Nine? Not Deep I Space Nine. I mean Voyager. Did you watch Voyager? I, I did. It's weird. Out of all of them, I watched more Voyager than anything. Okay. Do you remember Ensign Kim, like the young Asian guy that was on there? Yeah. Okay. So Ensign Kim did something where he basically stood up and he was kind of manly and it kind of impressed the girl, like the Klingon woman. And she was like, you would make a fine mate or whatever. (laughs) And he's like, oh, you know, like scared beta boy. And so she kept trying to chase him around the ship. And and, uh, he ran into Neelix, you know, and you remember who Neelix was, like the cook and the the kind of peacock looking guy, right? Yeah. Neelix was a, this was, this is awesome. This was a stud move. You got to look the clip up. It's just hilarious. Neelix is like, what's wrong? What's going on? And and so Kim's telling him what's going on. And all of a sudden, the woman comes around the corner. She goes, ah, there you are. I've been looking for you. He goes, play along. He's like, what? He's like, do you want to get rid of her? He's like, yeah, play along. He's like, okay. He's like, I told you. You know, he just goes off on instant Kim. He's like, I told you. If you ever do that again, I'll slap. Basically, I'll slap the shit out of you. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Blah, blah, blah. And he runs off. and, And she comes over to him. She's like. Oh, you would make a fine mate or whatever. <laughs> so that's all you see. And the next thing you know, Tuvok, which is the the, the Vulcan, the Vulcan the guy, guy yeah. Vulcan, yeah, yeah, he's going to his quarter. He's always trying to go to his quarters, not Neelix's quarters, his quarters. And he's like, door won't open. He's like, the door won't open. Door open. The door is currently inaccessible. He's like, who? You know, who's under? He's he's like, you know, Neelix or whatever. And then you hear like you hear some shit like. Like in the background, like shit being thrown around, you know what the <laughs> fuck, you know what's going on. All of a sudden, Neelix opens the door. He's kind of looking. He's standing there with this shit like half put on. He's got yeah. some blood dribbling out of his lip, looking like looking like somebody just ran him through the rigger. And he's like, "Oh, my apologies," or whatever. He's like, "What is going on?" All of a sudden, she comes around, grabs him, and she's like, "Oh, that was fun," or some <laughs> shit like that. Whatever. She like pulls him to her bosom until we meet again, or some shit. <laughs> like walks off and. Tuvok's looking at him like, the fuck just happened in here? And he goes in, the whole room is just wrecked. He's like, oh, I'll fix this. I'll get it taken care of. He's like, and Tuvok's just pissed. He's like, oh, yeah, whatever. I'll leave. But Neelix was a stand-up guy. He was willing to take rough Klingon sex <laughs> to help out Ensign Kim because he's such a giver. And not even in his quarters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. basically, when they were talking before she showed up, She's like, he's like, oh, you lucky dog, like that she wants to have sex with you. He's, he's like, I don't want to do it. Yeah. He's like, I'll help you out. <laughs> I wish it was that easy. I thought that was hilarious. And she was, you know, fairly hot for a Klingon, you know? I mean, she was. See, there you have it. She, she's not fairly yeah. hot. She's fairly hot for a Klingon. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, she was fairly hot. I mean, she was kind of like a, she was like a tall, buxom Klingon. You See, know? The, the Vulcan and, girl like, was hot, hot. And this girl yeah. was Klingon hot. Well, there's like different levels of like hotness there because you have one that's like 
basically you have one that I would be like, ah, oh, this girl's like super hot in the classical, well-sculpted, defined, classic beauty. That would be like the Vulcan woman. Then you've got like this very earthy, sensual, God, I might end up with a broken leg, but the sex is going to be phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, as long as, as, long as you on. like getting hurt. But I'm just wondering is if a man, if a Vulcan, I mean, if a Klingon man has two penises, that means she has two vaginas. Or he's putting one in the front door and one in the back door. Could be. She's I wonder if they have the, barbs the on them. Ouch. <laughs> like, Ouch. Like, like the forehead ridges. So they can't I mean, escape. What, what, if they, what if they have like, ridge, like ridges on the on the heads of their penises? You know, like, oh, it looks just like you, Captain uh, Warp. I, I have no idea know? why somebody hasn't explored this yet. Star Trek has know. been around a long time. The Klingons have always I'm, been there. I'm sure there's some probably Klingon role play sex out there. You might be able to figure it out, but I'm not sure if they have a. Remember that story we talked about with a guy with two penises who had to remove one because it was interfering his girlfriend? with his act. Yeah. yeah. And then we talked about the guy who had two dicks who married the girl with two vaginas. I don't remember us talking about that, but I guess we did. Yeah, it was yeah. the same episode. He he was part of a traveling circus kind of thing in the late 1800s, and word on the street was that there was a woman with two vaginas, and they managed to track each other down, and they ended up performing together and then getting married. Wow. So Let me now, ask you this. Yeah, go ahead. Do you, do you think they had kids, and do you think those kids had a higher chance of having two wieners and two vaginas? Four breastuses? I don't know. <laughs> or one, one wiener, one vagina? Nipple on, nipple on the elbow, arm? I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> uh, but no, I don't know, man. I mean, that's some weird stuff. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Hey, for I know I feel I I know I figure I know the answer to this one. Would you have sex with a hot little person, like a midget? Not oh, not, fuck yeah. not a little person like a kid, but you know, <laughs> a, a grown adult. <laughs> oh, a little. oh, oh, no, yeah. never. I thought you meant a kid. Absolutely not. No. <laughs> oh, no. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, okay. I never have. But hot I, is hot. Yeah, hot is hot. Yeah. Um Playing on hot the, is funny even thing I, the, the funny thing I've heard is if you think, oh, they're going to be so easy to pick up, but they're not. They're heavy because their bones and everything are just as fully developed as a full-size person. They're just more weird. dense? Yeah, they're just more dense. Hmm. Yeah. That's what I've heard. I don't know if it's true because I have not interacted with very many little people. So, well, okay. I'm pretty sure okay. if you, you went to the, that place in Frankfurt with the hotel with the levels, you could find a little person somewhere there. I bet you could. You might even be of another race. But okay. So so next question. Yeah. Would you have sex with a girl who is kind of a Siamese twin? So they shared like their legs and vagina, but they were split into two from the like kind of like the waist up. Because this is a true case, I think. Or or maybe they're not. Maybe they have I don't think they have four legs. That but that there's a case about this. Would that be weird? So j just to clarify. It's two women joined, two women joined somewhere on their body to form one woman. Two well, legs. They're Siamese, Siamese twins, yeah. so they have one set of legs, one vagina, but two torsos, and they're both connect nerve endings. So basically, you could be giving an orgasm to two women, technically at the same time in one vagina. Okay. So you're asking me if I or or you, or, you, or you could disappoint too yeah. <laughs> at the same time. I, I was going to say disappointment's probably on the table more than pleasuring someone, but I think if that's the situation, you asked me if I wanted and I would have sex with someone like that. 
Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, 100%. So, but so, what I'm going to look forward to most, I'm not going to look forward to the vagina. I'm going to look forward to getting a blowjob from two different women at the same time. That That's what I'm going to look forward to. Are there, are there faces well, facing the right way to do that? Well, these are the twins that I was thinking of. Their names are Abby and Brittany Hensel. And they were born in 1990, so they're definitely of age. They're 23 years old. They are conjoined twins where they have two heads joined to one torso and and legs and everything else. So basically, you have just more like two heads at the top. Okay. I, yeah, I've seen these girls before in like interviews. Yeah. Hmm. So there isn't like four boobs or anything like that. There's just there's just they have two heads um, and and an extra wide torso apparently. So yeah. now just just so everybody knows, I'm absolutely not making fun of them. I'm no, just no, no. completely I'm just completely sexualizing them. That's all. No. Yeah, <laughs> you're treating them like a piece of meat, not like a piece of garbage. Well, I think that's the right thing to do. I mean, I would treat a normal woman i was highly attracted to well i mean that at, at least uh at so least some they're, they're at, least, at least a li- at least a little bit of the time <laughs> i would uh treat them like a piece of meat the rest of time i treat them like my spouse okay so they're are married they, are they married they're married some dude is getting to live the dream that you just asked me if i wanted to partake in really so do you think they have two very distinct personalities are they classified uh, as one person? Is this a throuple? I I, what the fuck I is happening? I don't know. Okay, they are they are not married. According to this, it's a rumor that they're married, but they are not married. Oh, that's disappointing. Yeah. Um, okay, they they share some some organs, but they each have their own head and limbs. So now they don't have four legs. Okay. I don't know. Hold on. I, Every picture I've seen of them is basically from uh no no well here's a picture of them in a wedding dress so maybe they are married. Well I see that too but okay. a lot of it, it says it's a rumor. I know that's what it says is that it's a rumor yet I'm trying to find a picture of them. Okay, hold on, hold on. Here's a picture of them. Uh is that a real picture? <laughs> I guess it is. Well, it's a picture of them like and uh okay no they have okay so they have one torso one set of legs one vagina i'm assuming i'm assuming there's not two down there and i think they each control one arm like one controls the right arm one controls the left arm so yeah i mean they're it's they're going to have to either marry the same guy and be okay with that or they're going to have to marry two guys who are going to have to consent <laughs> to living and sharing the same vajay Mm, or butthole. Maybe one gets the butthole, one gets the vajayjay. That's, I mean, that's the only fair way to do it, I think. All I can think of is there's some kinky scenarios that could come out of this. Um, Apparently they teach the fifth grade. Yeah, they're elementary school teachers. So do they get two paychecks? I don't know. They can only teach one class at a time. So, But if, if you think uh, about it, getting the degree, it seems unfair because they had two brains to do all the homework. Well, here's what's jacked up. Abby is five foot two, while Brittany's only four foot ten. Hmm. 
<laughs> How tall are you? 4'10", 5'2", 4'10", 5'2". Who's on first? Exactly. Oh, they have their own reality TV show. I think that it would be fascinating. I mean, I mean, not to maybe have a conversation with them, but they're from Minnesota. Let's see here. They're now 32 years old. Wow. Well, obviously, they're probably the closest sisters I would know. <laughs> they have to be close. Yeah. Ah, Science is weird, isn't it? Their legs aren't the same length. So one of them, like if they're walking, one has to tiptoe for them to walk at the same length. Hmm, what if one just wears high heels? Uh, could be. Wow. Okay, here's a listing of all the different things. They have. Oh, wow, this is crazy. Okay, so they have two heads. Yeah. Four lungs. So there's two sets of lungs. No wonder their torso is so wide. Two hearts. But only one circulatory system. Wow. How crazy so is that? Two hearts work together? Yeah. Two spines, two spines merging at the coccyx and joined at the thorax by some rib sections. So basically, their tailbone's connected, but then it's two separate spines, two separate spinal cords, two arms. They initially had three, <laughs> but the central arm was removed. Okay. okay. Who do you think okay. controlled that one? I don't know. Uh, two breasts. So they only have one apiece, I guess. A very broad rib cage with two fused sternum, two fused sternums, and and some ribs that bridge between the two of them. Two stomachs. Man, you really got to eat for two. Yeah. Wow, that's a lot of pooping. <laughs> that is uh, a lot of pooping. Two gallbladders. Two separate half sacrums. What is that? They converge distally. They're using these medical terms. I don't know. Wait, Three kidneys. A... They have two left kidneys and one right kidney. They got a backup. A liver, a one liver with an enlarged and elongated right lobe, one Y-shaped small intestine, one large intestine with one colon, rectum, and anus. Well, thank them. Thank God you clarified that. Make sure we mention the anus. Uh, one bladder. One set of reproductive organs, uh, obviously. One slightly broad pelvis and two legs. Well, they, they, okay, I guess they got ten toes. They didn't go all the way down to the toes. So, okay, so basically, then here you got two people with two stomachs. One could be hungry and the other isn't. I mean, that's going to go into the bathroom a lot. Think about going to the bathroom as one person, but now you're going for two. Chances are pretty good they would eat at the same time, though. Well, I, I would think so. Well, just they're going to the be there, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Wow. They have separate IDs, and they both pass their own written drivers and practical driver's license separately. Wow. Yeah, but they, okay. they, could, they could easily cheat. If you don't know the answer, you just ask the other one. They're, they're yeah. right there. You can't ask them to leave. Well, I, I guess wow. you, could, you could have somebody there witnessing it saying, you don't get to talk. Well, well, here's you mentioned food. Here we go. They state they usually have separate meals, but sometimes share meals because of convenience. So they do eat separately sometimes. I mean, they're there, but they're not eating while the other person's eating. Uh, hmm. They teach a math class math classes at Sunnyside Elementary in New Brighton, Minnesota, as of 2022. 
I feel a road trip coming on. I'm not sure if us two dudes showing up at an elementary school would probably fly too well, though. <laughs> well, especially <laughs> if you're going to be asking sexual questions about one of the teachers. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> uh, they have their own reality show on TLC started in 2012. They also did a student teaching stint in London. They studied abroad in England during college for a while, too. Uh, oh, wow. they seem to be living a good life. I'm happy yeah, for them. you know, I'm I'm happy for him. I mean, why why wouldn't I be happy for him? I'm happy for anybody who's, you know, not an evil bastard in this world, I guess. I'm just looking uh, forward to finding out the lucky guy that gets to bang the two women. Yeah. Here's a here's a crazy situation. Wouldn't you think Hold on. No, they only share one reproductive system. Okay, so there's only one set of ovaries. There wouldn't be two. I was thinking, holy shit, what if there's like four sets of ovaries and they're yeah. just dropping eggs like there's no tomorrow, <laughs> you know? Holy shit, she's pregnant again! <laughs> but yeah, you're right. They would both have to like the guy equally and not... Well, I mean, how would you... If you well, here's, if you here's, were dating one of them, they're, they're obviously going to be two different personalities, right? They're not the same person. They're two different people. Right. Right. But the, they share the same body. So you would, in theory, like one more than the other. Wouldn't you? Yeah. Well, you would think. Here, here's something interesting. Speaking of, speaking of stuff, they only get one paycheck, but they get double benefits and retirement. So how about this would suck? How about one of them qualifies for retirement? I don't know how this would be possible. What if one of them qualifies for retirement, but the other one still has to work? And you're like, son of a bitch. I don't want to go to work. I'm retired. <laughs> and the other one's like, I still got a year of teaching. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and here's here's the scary situation. What happens when one of the Hensel twins die? Because they can die separately. They yeah. Both die. Different, different hearts. Mean, well, different they, will, they, they, they will die. At the same time, eventually, I mean, I mean, it'll happen. It says when one of them when one of them dies, their their blood would stop pumping. Their yeah, vessels would dilate. Yeah, yeah. When her heart stops, the one that's still alive will bleed into her dead sister or get infected and fall sick within a few hours. So basically, what if you're like older and your sister dies, and you're like, "Holy shit!" You don't, you don't have <laughs> I'm a gonna choice. die. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna die. Yeah. You're going to know when so, you die. Exactly. Well, the second one is. Yeah. First one's not. Yeah. Man, that, that's a messed up situation. Yeah, it is. Uh, all I can say is I wish them the best. I have no ill feelings toward them. I don't look at them, you know, any differently than I would. Well, and, and with my I, answer. I could, I, I could, I couldn't look at both in the eye at the same time, obviously, <laughs> but you know, I. With my answer about <laughs> having sex with them, it, it wasn't yes. them in particular. You just use yes. them as an example. I use them as an example. Yes, so, a person that was a woman who had similar circumstances yeah. to them, not necessarily them in particular. Yes. And I, I would plow. I would plow repeatedly. Wouldn't it be really mean to be like hooking yeah, up with them, and then you're talking to one saying, "I, I, I like you," like as a but friend. Your sister's a cut. But your sister's a bitch. So you, I like you as a friend. I, I I like your sister better, but oh my god, your body incredible. <laughs> yeah, you you oh, couldn't here. you couldn't date oh, both is... unless you liked them both. No, well you'd have to like them both. This is crazy. Listen to this. Okay, each one's sense of touch is re is restricted to her body half. So if you're touching her over here, only this twin feels it. 
if you're touching her over here, only this twin feels it. Fuck. How about down below? That, well, down below it's shared, so I would assume that they'd both feel it. I would assume. So you have to make sure you are very good at playing with two boobs at the same time. Yeah, because otherwise the other one would be getting absolutely nothing out of it. Yeah. Uh so sometimes they wear sometimes they wear pants with different colors on each leg to let each choose their own outfit. Oh, nice. That's that's sweet. Yeah. I'm thinking that's about right. we we started the conversation about whacking it, right? Like whacking off. Yeah. So when do you think in that situation with somebody who was born like that, one of them is horny sometimes and the other one isn't? And the other one I don't like, know if that would be what if what if one's like what if one's a lesbian and one's straight? Then what? Holy fuck! It would be a problem. I would I would assume. I don't know. Or they would be forced you know, you, to have you, foursomes. You 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 ask a lot of weird questions, and I'll bet. <laughs> Sorry. I'll, and I'll bet. I'll bet somebody threw a lot of money at them to do porn, and they said no. Oh yeah. <laughs> just because just because this world is twisted and weird, somebody oh. said, "We'll offer you this much money to have sex," and they'll be yeah. like. No, we're gonna teach math. <laughs> what, what what would you choose? You have your twin brother and you were attached. Would, would you guys fight it? You'd be like, no, no. Well, Charlie first Ray of all, you wants to do porn. First, and you know, Robbie Ray, Robbie Way, Robbie Ray <laughs> wants to teach math. Well, first of all, you're both gonna have to agree. I mean, if this is if this obviously they're obviously they're the closest people in the world to each other by yeah. proximity and just by time together. Obviously, if one doesn't want to do it, the other one is not going to make the other one do it. Of course, they can't because the other one would be like, no, I'm sitting here. You're like, no, get up. And the other one's like, nope, my leg's staying planted. You're not going anywhere. You think like, Let's take off fight? my clothes. That would be funny. They, ow, just, ow, they slap ow, each other? Ow, they must have, right? Have. How would you would think so. All I can know is this. Think about how hard it is to get dressed by yourself sometimes using both arms coordinated. Yeah. Now imagine that Somebody else is controlling this arm <laughs> while you're trying to put clothes on. I'm sure they got it down to a science, but I mean, imagine trying to sleep when you're tired and the other person isn't. Well, imagine your person like is snoring less than like yeah. a half foot away from you. Yeah, man, I'm I'm glad I don't have to experience any of that. No, I'm not. I'm not saying it's not fascinating because from very many situations it is fascinating, and and I, like I said again, I want to reiterate, I'm. I'm really not making fun of them. I, I think it's it's fascinating the the amount of the amount of I don't know. I mean, we've I think we've talked about like uh, um, human oddities before. You know, I mean, the variety. You know, I mean, I think we've talked about that before about the weird things that human beings. I mean, the sheer genetic possibilities are still un, unknown. You know, with the human genome, I mean, it can be expressed in many ways. Now, obviously, if we weren't as technologically advanced as we are now, they both wouldn't be alive today. They would they would have died at yeah. a young age because they had to do several surgeries on them, and they had to artificially stop the taller one from growing because the other one, her spinal system stopped growing, and she wasn't going to grow any taller. So they didn't want to have one be like way up here and the other one way down here. So they kept them, you know, pretty close to the same height. Um, that would have been awkward, you know. So they had to have a lot of work, obviously, to to be able, you know, had to have a lot of physical work done to be able to keep them um, from not dying of stuff. But 
it is fascinating. It's it's a fascinating uh, example of of what can happen. And all this started from talking about Klingons with two dicks. That's right. <laughs> so, do you know the percentage you know, of having that thing at birth? The dicephalic parabagas? Parapagus? I'm guess I'm gu- I'm guessing it's such a small percentage that it's practically zero. 0. 0.5. 0.5%. 0.5%. 0.5%. That's fairly high actually. After, that's almost 1%. No, no, that's 0.5% of conjoined twins. So the conjoined twins percentage is very small. Oh. But of the oh. conjoined twins variety, this version is 0.5% of that. Oh, wow. So it's infinitesimally small. Yeah, it's a saying. percentage of a yeah. percentage. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. So anyway, I, I too, going back to the whole question that started this trip down um, – the studying of conjoined twins lane, I too would have sex with them because if I liked them, if I didn't like them, I wouldn't, I wouldn't just do them just to say, Oh, I did the twins. I would have to, I, well, I would have to like them. You and I are vastly course. different then. I want to cross it off a list of, Hey, cool. It's done that. Right. I can, I can guarantee you the list of people who can cross that one off the list is also <laughs> infinitesimally small. Yeah. Less than a percentage of a percentage. Yeah, I want to have sex with them. I don't. Well, I guess we're not having sex with you, John. You know. So imagine if they were like, because they're twins, instead of being two females, it was a male and a female. Can you imagine I'm, that? I'm guessing that. I'm guessing that would be very unlikely to happen because it has to do with something about an egg splitting. I would think, and it can't be male female from a splitting of an egg. Hmm. Splitting of an egg is usually always uh, two identical twins. I mean, they're identical twins, but they're usually the same sex. Because usually, it's because usually the only way it's going to be a uh, male female. And I knew a couple of twins in our school that were like this: is fraternal twins, which which is two different eggs, two different eggs, two different sperm. So, so imagine the, these sisters. One of them has decided they'd like to transition. I always <laughs> felt that I've I've been trapped in a woman's body, but I'm really a man. How do you think that conversation is going to go with the the other twin? I don't know. I don't think that would happen. Talk about infinitesimally small, but infinitesimally small, but infinitesimally small. Uh, sort of like my wiener. If they found a micron microscope to find that sucker yet? No, no. It's, it just looks like a smooth piece of skin from my tummy down to my butthole. Just a flap. Hey, speaking of speaking of small penises. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> did you see the story about the guy here in America that that they that they caught that jumped into like a Bass Pro? Uh, okay, like you you've been in a Bass Pro right here in the I states. Have. Yeah. Okay, don't they have those big like like they usually have like a big tank with like yeah. fish and stuff in it in the Bass Pro? Some yeah. dude stripped down and jumped in the tank. I don't know where it was at. I'm sure it's somewhere up. Why? North, but. Uh, uh, I have no idea. Dude jumped in the tank, and there's a picture of him swimming naked in the pool, and there's literally no penis there. Ouch! I mean, does he have which pubes? Which of course, be- oh yeah, there's pubes there. Okay, so does he like? Have, does he have so many pubes, and the water was so cold, his little wiener was well, tucked away, like like Mr. Chow is from <laughs> the wedding or from the okay hangover. He he wasn't fat. But he wasn't skinny. He had a fupa. You know what a fupa is, right? I'm assuming it's like a gunt. Yeah, basically, it's the it's the fat under pubic area. Basically, it's, okay. it's like the it's like the, the the chubby the chubby fat. You know, yeah. Uh, and so basically, he had a little bit of that. He had a pretty good size set of pubes, 
and I'm sure the water was not exactly what you call temperate. You know, I'm I'm sure it was cold, but basically it looked like he was swimming along with a vagina up there because, uh-huh. I mean, there was no – there were no, no wiener. So not only is a guy got mental health problems, jumped into this tank. I don't know if he caught a fish or not. Swimming around, <laughs> getting video taken of him, but he's getting roasted on the internet for his lack of a penis. Ouch. Wow. Did, did, did you see the guy that – Jumped off the ride of It's a Small World in Disneyland, stripped down naked, and started walking around the the dolls, like the the animatronics. No, yeah, I, I was heard like, about that one. Yeah, it was like a month ago. There's a video the the I, ride had stopped, and he, I guess, he was really, really, really high, but he just like hopped off the little the little car, the little boat, the little boat, yeah, and and out into the animatronics and stripped down naked and started walking around and jumping in the water. <laughs> I mean, that water's like what two feet deep. I mean, it's not yeah. deep at all, right? Yeah. So you got a dude walking it, around and his dong is flopping as he's walking by these boats, and there's it's a small world after all this play. Like what the that's fuck? that's that's the hilarious part of it right? is that you know, <laughs> yeah. Unless he had a huge dong, he's walking around going, "Not this one." <laughs> so <laughs> this one's huge. That's actually an awesome segue into talking about two news stories. All right. Sounds like it's a good time for some new stories. Yeah. yeah. So do you want to go first with the glorious one you found? I don't know. You want you got yours ready to go? Yeah, man. I, I, I've i got an option of one of two new stories, so I don't know which one I'm going to go with. So I'll, oh, when you what, get do, yours. Do either of yours involve an airplane? No. Okay. Neither does mine. But today I saw, did you see the Alaskan Airlines that the fucking oh, yes. window and door blew out? Yes. What the fuck? And, and, and that is why I always sit with my seatbelt on. Oh, on fuck yeah. I'm always wearing my seatbelt. Yeah. Unless I, I go I, to the bathroom. I, yeah. No, if I'm up going to the bathroom, yes. Obviously, I'm not wearing a seatbelt. I'm not dragging the seat with me. You know, hey, <laughs> take that with me. No, if I sit down, I put my seatbelt on because I don't know. I've seen enough movies where, like, shit happens with the plane. Yeah. I've also, I've also, I've also studied, they say this, the safest place to be in the plane is the back half of the plane. That's what I've so been So being a broke ass dude that flies, yeah. I'm always in the back ass of the plane. Yep. So hey, cheers for me. First class can be a Molotov, Molotov cocktail, but I'll be chilling in the back going, yeah. I made it. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's still highly maybe, likely maybe. you're going to survive. It's still but... highly likely I'm going to die, but you know. At least they die in comfort. <laughs> We're, we're, well, it'll be it'll be instantaneously probably, but yeah. So anyway, yeah. so yeah, that was a crazy, that was yeah, a crazy right? like, story. Can you imagine sitting? They they said the kid that was sitting like near there had his shirt ripped off from the suction of the air. Yeah, Jesus Christ, yeah. I and mean, it's fucking cold up there, right? Like there's ice forming on the windows when you're flying up there, but oh, it wasn't yeah. too long after takeoff. I think five minutes, ten minutes after takeoff. I think. Well, I'm sure that they got it back on the ground as soon as possible they didn't like oh hey let's stay up here we're gonna remain at cruising altitude while the screaming kids losing parts of his anatomy out there no they said frostbite on his toes they said it was 20 minutes from takeoff to landing so yeah five minutes after they had to do 15 minutes in the air oh my god i'd be shitting myself wondering what's going to get sucked out and what other parts of the plane are going to fall apart you're like yeah, exactly. That's what I'd be thinking about. I'm like, uh, when's another section of the plane gonna like rip off? You well, know? you you would figure with it going 500 kilometers an hour through fucking minus 40 weather, there's going to be chunks of that thing breaking off a little bit by little bit, right? I, I would think so. Yeah. I wonder where it landed. Can you imagine being in your backyard and just you're fucking killed by a panel from a plane? 
the fuck? I I don't know. All I, all I remember when you th- when you say something like that is, did you ever watch that show Six Feet Under? That was on Showtime back in the day. It was about like like no. them owning a funeral. Okay, well, it was about this family that owned a funeral home, and they start off every episode with somebody dying. Yeah. So they had they had a lot of ways of people dying: murders, suicides, yeah. you know, whatever. Well, one of them was a woman that was out hanging clothes in her backyard. They got hit by a chunk of blue ice. Wait, from the toilet? Yes. Ouch. From a plane. Yeah. And well, killed. They don't they don't dispose that up there, right? That's just I don't know if that's true someone. or yeah, yeah, you would think. But that's what it supposedly was. Well, there could be a crack in the line, I guess. Or somebody yeah. could have accidentally hit the, the discharge button and something opened up and shit water pours out. Piss water pours I don't know. out. Well, I didn't get killed by an Alaskan freight train coming out of this. What was he killed by? I don't know, but there's a solid frozen poop sticking out of his head. Ouch. Not a way I want to go. No. Yeah. So. Yeah. If I'm going to go, I want it to be with uh, conjoined twins. That's that's my new goal. (laughs) That would be one way to go. Okay, so what's your what's your uh, your major news story? All right, you so play? this is from a couple years ago, and I tried doing research on it to see how it all panned out, but I couldn't find any more details on it after 2022 when the the story was first announced. So I'm going to do more research on it. If I find something, we can talk about it on another show. But for the time being, the the heading of the news report it comes from the UK, and it says father who hasn't stopped breaking wind since he ate a ham roll at a Christmas market five years ago, sues for 200,000 pounds. So a dude who bought a ham okay. roll at a Christmas market has been farting nonstop for five years, and now he's going to sue the place that he bought the ham roll at. Do you think it's like a continuously like rolling <laughs> fart, it's, or it's, they, just, they just keep coming, kind of like the way the <laughs> orgasmic experiences I had were? Yeah, it's probably not a perpetually motorcycle sound coming out of your ass. How much air can you possibly have? And your well, asshole, you can push it out, right? You, you you push your fart out. It just doesn't magically come out. You don't have enough lung power and air in your colon to constantly be pushing the fart out unless your butthole is really loose and it just seeps out. I guess that could be a possibility. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I'm just thinking about the... How is this possible? I mean, I'm assuming that this ham roll apparently must have had some kind of bacteria in well, it. I, I bet you I have the answers that you seek right here in front of me. Okay, would you like, let's would go you ahead like with me the do? story. All right. So a yeah. father who hasn't stopped farting since eating a ham roll five years ago is suing the stall which sold it to him for 200,000 pounds. His name is Tyrone Prodies. He's 46, and he bought the offending food item at a Christmas market in Birmingham. He visited with his wife and children, bought the ham roll, continuously farting after that. So the father was hit by stomach cramps, fever, vomiting, and diarrhea within hours of eating the ham roll in December 2017. He was bedridden for five weeks, and his lawyers claim that he deserves compensation. So this happened in 2017, and the story came to light in 2022, where he finally decided he'd had, he'd had enough. I'm I'm farting all the time. I mean, I've been farting for five <laughs> years. If uh, yet yet they tell you that if you take this pill in your in your in your boner lasts more than four hours, seek medical attention. <laughs> if I'm farting nonstop for a month, I would be like, what the hell? Yeah. 
let alone so, five years. So the bout of what is said to have been salmonella did not end there. With Mr. Parties being afflicted with regular and uncontrollable flatulence that wakes him at night and embarrasses him in public. His lawyer, Robert Parkin, told the court that even after the sickness subsided months later, his stomach was still making awkward churning noises in his gut and he suffers from excessive flatulence, which causes him a great deal of embarrassment. The symptoms are primarily fatigue, altered bowel function associated with churning within his abdomen and flatulence. The claimant's stomach continues to make frequent churning noises to the extent his sleep can become disrupted. The extent of symptoms has been life-changing. The case hinges over whether the flooring company boss was suffering from salmonella. Other customers fell ill as well. The lawyer for the Frankfurt Christmas Market Limited Philip Davy, which served the ham hawk, admitted council environmental health officers found E. coli on a knife, but no salmonella. Mr. Davy pointed out that Mr. Prades had not claimed to have suffered from an E. coli infection, and that's the allegation of salmonella must be proved. He claims that the stall was closed and deep cleaned following a public health investigation, and now he's suing, and he says that they are to blame and they say because they found E. coli on a knife and no salmonella, your claim for salmonella doesn't fall into any sort of legal bound. So it's wow. just it's just down to wording. He had salmonella, but they have found no salmonella, but they found E. coli. I mean, they still found E. coli is fucking terrible. E. coli is like a fucking killer. It, it will destroy people, businesses, money, and future generations. It's a terrible fucking thing. Yeah. And what's what is that caused by? Excuse my ignorance around food safety. It's usually shit, shit. So unsafe water, uh, unsafe cleaning. There, there was a place in the states that, uh, that was growing onions, and a whole bunch of people got sick because the onions that were being used had E. coli in them. And it turns out that the water supply, something had cracked underneath. And the shit water was going into all the farmland and the onions that were being grown there were just being sent out and cut up and used at different restaurants everywhere. Uh, I don't I don't remember the numbers. I want to say 17 people died and like 250 and 250 got sick. Holy crap is right. Yeah. Right. And yeah, 250 people got sick. 17 people died. Equalize a fucking killer, man. Yeah. And well, so I they, remember there being I remember there being an outbreak with some kind of lettuce situation like out of California. Yep. That yeah. is correct. That was like two years ago. Yeah. Well, it's happened more than once. Yeah. So, yeah. and apparently it happens mainly with like the spines of the lettuce. So, if you're ever like buying romaine or whatever at the store, cut the spine out. Like, the I, that's my favorite part is the white, crunchy parts of lettuce. I don't like the green yeah. leafy shit. Yeah. But the green leafy shit is less likely to have the bacteria in it. Really? Yeah. Um, Sorry to tell you. Mm hmm. Crunchy death. Yeah. Crunchy well, I mean, death. Eh, a, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm over 50. It's kind of like, I don't know. Is life <laughs> worth living without a crunchy salad? Yeah. So, yeah, there you have it. Some dude has been farting nonstop for five years. He's blaming it on a ham roll. <laughs> a ham roll. <laughs> wow. Fucking ham roll. Okay. What do you think? My question is talk? this. Maybe he ate something else there that day besides that ham roll. I don't know. I mean, who knows? I, I would... Feel, uh, Okay, I would think with a, the, with, a, sorry, go ahead. I was, I was going to say, A, first, I feel sorry for the dude. 
Because yeah. Lord knows. Perpetual flatulence. That's just going to be a problem. You you know and I'm going to have some would you rathers with perpetual yeah. flatulence in them. From yeah. Now on. And two, dude, if that's if you're suffering from it, it ain't going to go away. Make money with it. Do videos where you like light your farts on fire. Yeah. Like, do like 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 fart your name out. I don't know. <laughs> do something something. Like the fart. Got to be some ideas. Yeah, like the fartiste. Yeah. Or you could, uh, but, but you could mainly eat I certain feel things. Sorry for the guy. Yeah, you could eat certain things, fart into a jar, and label it asparagus fart. You know, I'll well, see that honey that fart. One girl, that one girl could have been so lucky; she had <laughs> uncontrolled flatulence. She would we, have been. Her first thing should have been know. to fly to England to buy a ham roll. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, I mean, let's be honest. And nothing against nothing against them. I'm not saying this in any way to make fun of them, but. How many women do you know of that have how do I say this? Well, just stomach and gut issues. Like almost every woman I've ever known has some kind of weird stomach or gut type of issues, you know? You know what I'm thinking? That girl with the OnlyFans who charges people for her farts, she should yeah. go into business with this guy because he can fart up a storm. Mm-hmm. She could be selling fucking 80 jars a day and not have to do anything. He just has yeah, to fart into a jar and mail him out, and she gives him a cut. Yeah, he'd easily yeah. get his two hundred pounds way faster this way. But hey, I'm <sighs> I'm just a businessman. That's all I can say. You know what I like about that, Clay, is that yeah. you are a businessman, and that's like synergy bringing two people together to create the ultimate combination. The you know you know what he doesn't even need to actually bring her into it. Have you seen some of these new AI uh, models, women that they have that they've oh, been yeah. putting out? Oh yeah, they're just like real. He could just have them do it, and he could still just fart in the jar and yeah. make money from it. God damn it, we're you in the know? wrong line of work. How do we oh. get into the jar farting industry? I don't know, but we need one of us needs to learn how to use chat gbt or ai or whatever to develop a uh an avatar oh my god imagine a, an avatar of conjoined twins who fart into jars and sell it for money you know there'd be people buying that crap genius genius hmm prospects <laughs> future prospects <laughs> so future yeah prospects. i'm gonna do more research on whatever his name was hardy's timothy hardy's i don't know to see uh, how his little fart lawsuit went and okay. I, he's still going to be farting. It's not going to change anything. His health is still what it is. But at least he's going to have 200,000 pounds. Seems like an awful low amount for flatulence the rest of my life. I don't know that I would take that. Would you take perpetual flatulence if you got 200,000 pounds for the rest of your life? Yeah, but you, I don't just know heard, that I would. you just heard what I would do. I would find a way to make money from it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, that's making that's making lemonade out of lemons, right? If life gives you perpetual flatulence, you figure out a way to bottle the farts and make money. I mean, that's what that's what me and you would do because we're business thinking people. Yeah, but I mean, but I mean, it's really gonna. I'm probably not getting laid. Style. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm probably yeah. not getting laid very often. Because I'm guessing that probably any blowjob he's getting that. A little bit of relaxation of the old butthole area. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's gonna be down there, and all of a sudden, it's gonna be cheese town. It's gonna be like this. <laughs> and what if, what if he's one of those guys that likes a finger in his pooper when he's getting head? He can't do that anymore. He can't loosen yeah. that that sphincter up. Yeah, I mean, and poor guy. Imagine if he. Imagine if he's just loose. He's just gonna be like splaying shard all over the place, you know. Yeah. And if he's like it's really like loose, a, you won't even hear it. It's like the silent but deadly. 
she'll be going down on him, gobbling away, and all of a sudden it's just wafting right into her nostrils. Yeah, I'm going to guess. Because she's going to be taking breaths, right? (laughs) Unless she's really skilled, yes. Yeah, Yeah, I'm just going to say, A, poor guy, and B, not enough money to have that affliction for the rest of my life. Not enough. (laughs) Says the guy who would take a load of horse semen for 500 bucks a day. I mean... Well, so would you. Yeah, why not? Yeah, but I'm not the one who said 200,000 pounds isn't enough. <laughs> yeah, just I mean, a one-time payment, you know? Yeah, I, mean, I, I guess 500 a day is more than 200,000 pounds. 500 a day is almost... Like five years. After, well, after, after two years, didn't we come up with 160,000 a year? Yeah, so in two years, yeah. we've made that. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's And he still has the farts after that. Yeah, I mean, you but can no wipe your money. face off and... Go have sex and not offend a woman. She doesn't know that you had, you know, horse cum <laughs> on your face. Well, you, you, you hope know? to God she doesn't but, know the the taste when she's kissing you that that's horse cum. You hope to God. She's like, wow, your skin, your your <laughs> your your beard is so it's it, it seems so soft. What's your secret ingredient? You don't want to know. <laughs> so you for your news story, does it? Well, compare? I have a choice of two news stories. So you tell oh. me which one. So you have two for me to choose from? That's correct? Yes. Yeah. So if you yes. just want to give me like the, the main subject of each and I get to pick and then we can just save the other one for a different day. That way you don't yeah. ruin, that way you don't ruin it for me. Well or, there's two news stories we can talk about. We could we could talk about the situation at the Miami Mall and all the all the craziness that's going on around that. Or we could talk about um Cat Williams and his almost three-hour interview on the club Shay Shay, which is former Denver tight end Shannon Sharp's podcast, which is kind of the one I'm kind of leaning toward. But sure, uh, I only saw like a clip of him talking. But uh, enlighten me. Okay, well, I haven't watched all of it because it is two hours and forty-six minutes long, so it's a very long. Interview. So let's talk about uh, comedian Cat Williams and his appearance on the Club Shay Shay podcast. So I believe it was only Tuesday was when this episode came out. Yeah. In and and Shannon Sharp hasn't had this channel or he hasn't had been doing this podcast for very long. In fact, I didn't even know he had a podcast. This was all new to me because it was brought to my attention because of Cat Williams and I I am a Cat Williams fan or at least I used to be more of a Cat Williams fan than I am now but uh I've seen him live and I've watched several of his specials on YouTube and stuff like that and I've always thought that he was a funny dude um never really knew much about him or delved much into his history I mean you know I knew the very few things about him I mean his humor's pretty dirty uh he's short uh he's a black guy you know he's a comedian that's you know i mean i knew some basics about well, that, him. I that's delve. I, yeah i mean well i mean i don't need to dive into a some dude's whole back history to you no. know to like his to like his humor so anyway since tuesday till today this episode on youtube has been viewed how many times any guesses take a take a wild um, guess how many times do you think it's been viewed in fucking what six days in six days. How many times do you think it's been viewed in six days? 15 million. 32,242 and 126. 32 million views. Fuck. 
six days. Jealous. It it is by far the most attention of any episode Shannon Sharp has ever done. So you say you have can I assume something crazy was said? Oh, a lot of crazy things (laughs) were said. All right. So I don't know. Yeah. Enlighten me. So if you're one of the not 32 million people who've already been made aware of this uh, this news story. Yeah. Well, Cat Williams, obviously he was being interviewed by Shannon Sharp, talked about a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. And he called out a lot of people in the entertainment industry, and he made a lot of – whether they're true or not, I don't know yet, but he made a lot of accusations about – a lot of people, including um, Kevin Hart, Ludacris, uh, just a lot of people all in the entertainment industry and talking about Illuminati, talking about behind the scenes stuff in the Hollywood industry, talking about humiliation rituals, talking about having to have sex with people, having to have gay sex with people. Not He wouldn't do it. Is what he says. Is that's why he's him and um, I don't know if you're familiar with comedian uh, Eddie Eddie Griffith. You know Eddie Griffin. Yeah, Griffith. Yeah, he's yeah. from Kansas City. Did you know that? We talked about that before. I think. Yeah, Did he's he? he's, a, he's I know, originally I know he's TJ the male madam from Deuce Bigelow. Male yes, yes, yes. He, he is. don't consider himself no pimp, more of a male madam. Did you? Did you ever? See that TV show that was on in the 90s for a while where he was him and uh, I can't remember the actor's name, but he was the son. He was he was Theo Huxtable's son. Uh, it was it was a Theo. Maybe his it was name Theo. was Theo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I remember he, he watching was, that. He, yeah, he was Theo Huxtable. Yeah. Well, after that show ended, I don't know if it was like three or four seasons long, and I can't remember the name of the show. Malcolm and Eddie. Uh, Malcolm and Eddie. That's it. Malcolm and Eddie. Uh, they had a TV show that was based off of them living above Kelly's bar in Kansas city. And that one of them was running a tow truck business, Eddie Griffith's character. And I can't remember what Malcolm was doing. I think he was doing a bunch of crazy stuff. I mean, he changed jobs a lot, but that's a real bar in Kansas city. It's actually a a bar that was uh, in a building that was built during the 1840s and was a general store at one time. Anyway, that's a long history, but basically Eddie Griffith, and I don't know if you know much about Eddie Griffith, but he, I mean, he, at one time, he was on, obviously, at that TV show. He had yeah. several shows that he was on, and he was in several movies. And then, and then, as he has said himself in interviews, he basically got blacklisted, not, no pun intended, um, uh, in the, in the industry because he wouldn't play, he wouldn't play ball with stuff. In fact, you know, I mean, my favorite, one of my favorite movies that he did was the Undercover Brother movie. I thought yep. that was a hilarious movie. I uh, remember that. With White She-Devil and yeah. <laughs> Chris Kattan and everybody else that was in it. And I thought that was a funny movie. Dave Chappelle, speaking of which, Dave Chappelle. Uh, but he spoke about how not too long after that, he basically, you know, and he, he did, did Deuce Bigelow. Those were kind of his I don't know, more well-known roles I might think of. You know, obviously he never really got to the point where he did drama. He was always doing comedy. But he pretty much stopped being in movies and stuff. And it's not because he necessarily wanted to stop being in it, but basically his phone quit ringing, you know? 
kind of situation while he was still, I guess you would say, still very popular. Well, th this interview that that Cat Williams talked, you know, interviews with uh, with Shannon, he talks a lot about how uh, he's had multiple times where he'd off he'd been offered large amounts of money up to 50 million dollars to do things but to get that money he basically had to in figurative ways maybe literal ways sell his soul to the devil and he wouldn't do it so i mean the guy is very rich anyway the dude's not hurting for cash he's yeah. a successful successful dude but he could be much, much more rich and successful. And he basically made the allegations that him and uh, and Ludacris were both kind of brought to this thing together, like an Ill, 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 Illuminati uh, party, and that basically only one of them was going to be offered this deal. And basically it was like $100 million, certain number of movies, blah, 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 blah. <clears throat> and that – as Cat Williams says, well, I'm not going to tell you what happened, but he's going to – he said, obviously, I'm not in a lot of movies. And what's Fast and the Furious on now? 10, 11? <laughs> you draw your own conclusions. Yeah. But there were some stipulations about what they had to do to be able to get that money. And so basically this whole interview – and I can't wait to listen to the whole thing. I've only listened to about – an hour of it plus some clips. Uh, yeah. it's, like I said, it's a really long interview. It's some crazy stuff. But 32 million views. Think about that. Think about if we had a, a video episode of one of our conversations and it got 32 million views. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be crazy. Wouldn't that be crazy? Yeah, that'd be crazy if we got like 11 views. 32 million is pretty <laughs> up there. <laughs> I'd be happy. I mean, if we got 1,000, I'd be pretty damn happy. Yeah. You know? You know, I mean, besides this serial downloader that downloaded fifty six episodes, I mean, maybe yes. they're related to our our trucker friend. I don't know. Well, no, you know, I mean, thank you, Oregon. I don't, I don't know what listener yeah. you are, but fifty six episodes in a week. Yeah, my hat is off to you, my friend. <laughs> my hat is off to you as well. My, and my feel, underwear feel is off to you. I will fart in a jar oh. and mail it to you. Yeah. <laughs> find a way to contact us and tell us what you like and and what you want more of from uh, yeah. Mr. Clay and Charlie Ray. Yeah, so, Instagram, yeah. AFE podcast, uh, AFE underscore podcast, answers for everything podcast. You you can find all our all of our shit Facebook, Instagram, yeah, Podbean. Yeah. Just reach out. We we want to know what you enjoyed fifty six times in a week. Yes, absolutely. So. So that's my weird story is about how Cat Williams' interview with Shannon Sharp has turned into 32-plus million views. And, and who knows? That's just the YouTube video, plus all the clips that have been viewed, like on Twitter yeah. and on Rumble and all other channels. I mean, there's probably been probably, I would guess, probably 100 million people who've probably seen some clip of this. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It, it's crazy. So it's, and, I, mean, uh, I guess when you say, when you're famous and you say crazy shit, people keep watching it over and over again, right? I guess. Or if you got really big tatas when you say it, one of the oh, two. Well, we take a look at Cat Williams. He doesn't have big tatas. Uh, no, he doesn't. He's got a pair of big cojones, apparently, to be saying this stuff in an interview. So oh. I, I, all I know is this that if Cat Williams ends up drifting in the river in the next few weeks he did not kill himself no matter what they say 
I don't know. Don't don't so, celebrities do this regularly? Like Randy Quaid went all fucking crazy talking about Hollywood people trying to kill Hollywood people, and then then you hear other people talking about how you have to go to meetings and eat babies and drink blood and you know take dicks in the ass. Like do you, well, do you, really... do you remember? Do you remember when Corey Feldman came out and said some stuff? Do you remember Corey, that? No, I or remember no, Corey yeah, Feldman coming out to say he was going to say stuff and never did say stuff for the last twenty years. Yeah, that's probably because somebody out. came. That's probably because somebody put a gun to his head and said, "You ain't saying shit." <laughs> yeah, you, you want to live your celebrity lifestyle? Here's some money. Don't say anything. Yeah, that that can you somewhat music career he has, but yes, <laughs> can you really, really believe that in order to be really, really famous, you you have to eat babies? And have butt sex with dudes? Like, do you really think that's an initiation somewhere? That's like legit. Well, they've, they've talked. They've talked about like with Skull and Bones and Yale or whatever it was that some of the homosexual stuff they had to do. I I could totally believe it. But, you know, because here's the thing: they say a lot of times, a lot of this stuff, it isn't necessarily about the sex. It's, it's about, about the making power. sure you can do it and For making sure you can do, do it, it. but. But not only that, having having they video it so they have blackmail material on you, so that they're always in power, yeah, over you. So weird. So, so for fifty million dollars, Charlie Ray, we already know what you'd do for five hundred dollars a day. If someone was to give you fifty million dollars, would you eat the baby and do the butt stuff? No. Would you do the butt stuff? <laughs> I figured even the baby was the problem. Um, I would say this: I wouldn't do anything that would hurt somebody else. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure the baby's not alive. Well, yeah, right? but it's not like you're eating it while it's alive. I'm, you know, I no, no, no. And where are no. they getting these babies from? And how many of these dudes want to do butt stuff? I don't know. Like, you, you can't according, be a Hollywood... according to uh, according to the Kinsey scale, quite a few. So. so, is Hollywood really just filled with gay pedophiles? I don't know. I guess we're, we're going to find out this year, supposedly. Wouldn't you figure, with the amount of money those people are making, that they wouldn't need to do it in the audition room? They could just but see. Get... But see, that's that's the point. That is that is that to get that level of money. You have to do it because, you know, here's the thing. You know, a lot of people out there, and I'm sure you could testify to this in various industries. A lot of people have talent. A lot of people are good at what they do. But for whatever reason, they never get that, quote, break or they yeah. never get noticed. They never get that opportunity or they're or they're as uh, as the saying goes, what's luck? That's when preparation meets uh, opportunity. Yeah, you know, that's what luck is. Preparation meets opportunity. You know, I mean, you know, you you had good luck, you know, and, you know, other people have had good luck. Sometimes good luck involves saying, yes, Mr. Weinstein, I'll add that for you, you know. Um, I always told people that the harder I worked, the more focused I was. And the less time I bitched and complained about things and the more times I solved things, the luckier I was. Yes. So it it's it's not luck. You took action. You didn't I, just sit there and dilly dally. Yeah, and I, I, there's plenty of times in my life where I haven't been successful, 
And I looked back at that and I was just a whiny little bitch complaining about shit. Yeah. And once once I learned not to be a whiny little bitch and not to complain about shit and go out and fix stuff and get stuff and work for stuff, things fell into place quite nicely. So well, let's, been, let's, yeah, yeah. I've been trying to live uh, that way for a, a long time now. And I feel I so bad for the people around me back then. I was toxic. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Self-realization moment. Hey, you know, hey, it's a good thing to have one, right? Oh, it, ha- it happened but, a long time ago. I'm just bringing it up again. Okay. Yeah. All right. Long uh, time. You know, but I, I thought about things like, for example, how familiar are you with Jennifer Lawrence as an American actress? I know who she you is. Know who, you know who she is, right? Yeah. I saw her in like, I don't know if it was her first movie or one of her very first movies. And I thought she was really good. But I never looked at her and went, oh, hey, this actress in this little indie movie is going to end up being one of the highest paid women actresses in the world. At least she was for a while. I don't know if she still is. I mean, she's kind of dropped off a little bit now because she's gotten older. You know, she's, you know, the, the you know, the. The the wave of new hot young younger models, you know, always continues in the entertainment industry, you know. True. And um, you know, but I never thought how so how how did she go from this little movie to a few years later being in three X Men movies, three, you know, whatever, Mockingbird, whatever the heck movies, (laughs) you know. I mean she got into all these huge things. Right place, right time, took action. Right, right place, right uh, action, right? Yeah. You know, she's going to, you know, obviously she says she did not do that. Sure. I believe you. <laughs> um, well, all it maybe takes she is did. somebody who is higher up who wants to maybe take her under their wing or they're like, hey, <laughs> look, look at, look at Tarantino, right? You, right. You look, at, you look at John Travolta prior to Pulp Fiction. Like 1987 to 1993, you're just well, his like, career was in death spiral. Yeah, you're like fuck you, and then you see him in Pulp Fiction, and all of a sudden reinvigorated his career. Yes, right, and then Battlefield yes. Earth kind of fucked it up, but he's still he's still around doing shit, picking and yeah. choosing. Right, he's not he's not our Nicolas Cage friend who's taking everything. Right, right. So sometimes there's a director that does that. Like, I saw an interesting interview talking about how Tarantino got Bruce Willis in Pulp Fiction because they didn't approach him. They didn't even try to get him. They figured he was too big of a star. I mean, at that time period, he was huge, right? I mean, he was huge. And apparently, somehow, he got a hold of the script um, through a friend because, like, he was friends with one of the other people that was in the movie. Yeah. And so he he wanted the role of Vincent. Yeah. He wanted the role that John Travolta had. And, you know, Tarantino said, look, you know, I'm really – Glad that you're interested in this and that. He says, unfortunately, you know, he says, but but I've already got Travolta that's penciled in for this role. You know, how about you go back and read the script again and think about the character of Butch? And, yeah. and that's and that ended up and that's ended up how he became and he ended up as Butch in the movie. I think he did perfect in the role. I think the Travolta was good in the role. I think it was I love that movie. I mean, yep. you know. Um and on a side note. I will also say this hilarious meme. How awesome is it that Tarantino, who personally has a foot fetish, wrote the movie from dusk till dawn so that he could have Salma Hayek 
put her foot in his mouth and yeah. pour alcohol into it. Absolutely. My man. Genius. My man. Genius. Yes. But let's just say this. Just based on my personal level of touch of perversion that I've seen, and I mean very technically speaking, even the craziest crap I've seen is technically probably pretty vanilla in the world of craziness. Yeah. Because you look at stuff like the Wolf of Wall Street and you and you realize these people who have so much money and so much power. I mean, if you had ten billion dollars, Clay, what kind of trouble could you get yourself into? I would be hunting homeless people on an island. <laughs> right? No, no. We could do that. Homeless we could people, do that now. Homeless people would be malnutrition. I would be hunting hunters on an island. <laughs> Hunting hunters, okay. Yeah, the only oh. the only prey that will hunt me back is a hunter. Well, you know, you could go into the military and just be a counter sniper. That, that's <laughs> no, hunting. No, but uh, that's hunters. that's there's that's not beyond your means if you have ten billion dollars. No, no, you want to hunt humans? Fuck, it's I don't think it's gonna be that hard for you to do that. I don't. Yeah, because no, everybody I mean, wants money. Considering <laughs> that you could hire supposedly can actual hire a real hitman to kill somebody for anywhere from just five to ten thousand dollars. How hard is it to arrange to have several people forcefully brought to an area that you'd like them to be in? Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, no, it, it's true. Uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't want to do that. I personally, no, I, no. I, I just want to hop on a train and go from city to city to country to country and eating food and taking pictures and talking to locals. That's all I want to do. That's where my money yeah. would go. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and actually, of the amount of money you would have at that level of money, that would be nothing. Yeah, that would be that would be nothing for you. You, you could do that off the interest. Yeah, I, I don't need a oh. crazy car. I don't need to yeah. own my own jet. I don't. I don't need it. I mean, five years ago, but, I, I would have wanted all of that. Just I'm, imagine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Me, me too. But if you took, if you gave twenty-two-year-old me ten billion dollars, there would not be a fifty-two-year-old no. me. Oh no, absolutely I, not. I. I would be DC somewhere along the way. Oh yeah, it I'm, may I'm or sure. May not, it, it, yeah, it may or may not involve a pile of Thai hookers and cocaine, but I would probably be DC somewhere along the way. I'm sure mine you know? would be uh, Thai hookers and a very very fast vehicle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can I jump the ravine, sir? You you can't jump the ravine. Fuck you! I'm jumping the ravine. I'm I'm not going to jump the ravine. I'm I'm, I'm going to do Duke's hazard. Yeah. Speaking of jumping the ravine, did you ever see that scene from what? What was it? Goldeneye? What was not Goldeneye? What was that? It was a Roger Moore movie where he jumped the car and a corkscrew over a yeah, bridge. Yeah, yeah. Have you I seen saw that. The, yeah, I've watched all the the background stuff on it, and yeah, me too. Me they too. have all the all the outtakes and all the te- testing, and it was like zero CGI, hundred percent done. That's fucked yeah. up. Yeah, that is. Yeah, I'm thinking about being the stunt driver pulling that one off. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. some brass balls. Yeah, but uh, but but the thing is this. I'm sure there's a lot of rich people with a lot less than $10 billion. They got in too fast of a car and died. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, so, yeah. So, but now imagine this. Imagine if you grew up that you literally not only had a silver spoon in your mouth, you had it in your ass. I mean, you had so much money that you basically had somebody wiping you. You had the, you had the royal ball cleaner, like basically Perfect. coming to America. The yeah. royal penis is clean, sir. You know, <laughs> that, that your entire life, 
pretty much your wish. I mean, it, it it wasn't like you had a magical thing where you just wished it had happened. It wasn't quite that good, but anything you wanted was just given to you. So by the time you were 18, how much crazy crap would you have already gone through? By the time you're getting All of older, it. you're gonna yeah, you're gonna you're gonna have to, you're, you're gonna be so jaded to get any kind of feeling of emotion out of you. You you get into wild and kinky stuff. So you you know you, you get people in a room and say, all right, so we have this movie offer for you. You want the fifty million? I want you to have gay sex with that guy and then eat a dead baby. That that's your yeah. where you're getting off now. Fuck, because it's power. Because it's yeah. power. I mean, you know, you hear these stories about these supposed Dubai princes that fly over models so they can shit. They can shit on these girls' faces or something. I don't know. Whatever yeah. you know. <laughs> Because it's it's just about power. It's about like what's the you know it's like basically it's like them one upping each other. Not always <laughs> that they're going to have it done to themselves, but how much money and power they have. What can they make somebody else do? Like, what would you do for five hundred dollars? You take a load of horses, <laughs> a blow day. to the face every day, a, a day, day. <laughs> a day. Yeah. I mean, they don't line up like twenty horses in a row. That might be a bit excessive. Well, I mean, I, I mean, it's only two minutes per horse, so I, I have time in my day for that. That's fine. <laughs> line them up. <laughs> I, I'm I'm kind of curious about the volume of horse semen at this point, but anyway, I'm sure there's a video uh, on the internet you can find for that. Sure, there is. <laughs> Videos of everything else. Anyway, we're getting way off topic, but the whole point of this is this. Is some of the stuff he's saying in this video with Shannon Sharp wild? Very much so. Yeah. Could it be a hundred percent true? It absolutely could be. could be. Yeah. It absolutely could be. All I can tell you is this: we are seven days into 2024, and the level of craziness is already off the charts for this year. You, you got Cat Williams interview. You got naked guy with no penis and lots of pubes swimming at a sporting goods place. <laughs> You you have you, alien, you, aliens you, in Florida. Uh-huh. Yeah. Not just the ones that swim across the the water, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, Ten foot yeah. tall aliens, yes. So um, it, it, it's been yeah. a good it's been a good year so far. It's it is gonna be a bumpy, bumpy year, I think. And we're gonna have plenty of things to talk about on our on answers for everything in twenty twenty four. Yeah. And with that, that's the end of my news story. So we can we can go to, I don't know, what you got? You got anything else uh, you might um, have to talk about? I, I've only got one. Only one? Only one Urban Dictionary. One Urban Dictionary. Man, one okay. Urban Dictionary. It better be a good one. Hmm. That's what she said. Yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> All right. Urban Dictionary. I have a thing here. Do you uh, do Pokemon? Do you know what Pokemon stuff is? I know what it is vaguely, but okay. not really. So I need you to read up on Pokemon for next episode. But in the meantime, I've got something called Dairy Queening. Dairy Queening. Dairy Queening. Um, Dairy Queening. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to say it's uh, where somebody cream pies a girl and you stick your wiener in her and you like turn it into like a, like a glazed, like a kind of like a, a dipped cone, but like only with, with, with cum. 
<laughs> I, and then she and then, she, and then it hardens into a shell, and then she cleans it off of you. <laughs> what I just thought of right now that I thought would be really funny is if every time I say something from Urban Dictionary, you always answer the same way. You cream pie girl. <laughs> every single one is the same to you. But unfortunately, no, no, it is not. That that is not the definition oh. of Dairy Queenie. Okay. Dairy Queening is the art of dropping a poop in public in a swirl fashion, preferably in someone's front yard or on the hood of a car. So you know how Dairy Queen has that little tiny lip at the top of their dip cone? That little swirl? Yeah. So you have to yeah. you have to take a dump and have that little curl at the top of the dump. <laughs> I might be able to, I might be able to leave them a question mark in general, but it's not going to be a dairy cleaning. <laughs> So, and then the to use it in a sentence, I bet you five bucks you won't be dairy queening on the hood of that Lamborghini. <laughs> uh, speaking of dairy queening, yeah. I saw a hilarious I saw a hilarious video clip of this girl. I don't know. She's probably like somewhere between nine and twelve, and it was Christmas time, and she's opening a present, and her yeah. like beagle, her beagle's like sitting there next to her, and she's opening the present and tearing it open. The beagle kind of moves forward as he's walking past her, <laughs> drops drops three loaves, and keeps walking. <laughs> and she's like, she's like ripping all the stuff open, and she just doesn't pay attention. All of a sudden, her hand goes down like right into the <laughs> fucking dirt, and she's like, Ah, whatever freaks out and it's like what the there's all these loaves there and she's like what the hell and the dog's like halfway across the room and it was the most hilarious thing just i mean and I, I was like i didn't even realize what had happened at first because i'm watching her tear things open i just saw yeah. the dog walk by the dog kind of walks by kind of drops it down a couple of inches goes boo, 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 and keeps going. <laughs> she has no clue what happened it is hilarious i'm gonna bet you for dinner that dog had a ham roll I'll bet he did. He didn't part when he did it. She might have noticed. Yeah, true. Unless he I mean, yeah. was lucky enough to have the non-smelling flatulence. Uh, I can tell you that my beagle did not have non-smelling flatulence. That's hot. So <laughs> it was not hot. Dog farts are not hot. Well, have you have you smelled dog food? Look at the stuff they're putting in their bodies. Come on. Yeah, that, that's true. I didn't do him any favors with what I fed my dog. Probably either is just dog food. So. Well, I mean, that's yeah. the story of America. I've I've gone through your Walmarts and quite happily bought the things on the shelves, knowing that they're made with things that shouldn't be consumed, and they don't do good things to my body when I'm down there. I I, yeah. I literally use the toilet one to two hundred percent more when I'm in the states than when I'm in Canada, and I I know I know it's the shit in the food. I know it, or the convenience yeah. of bathrooms at Walmart. There's so many of them. Oh. <laughs> You know what's funny? Every time I go into a Walmart bathroom, there's always somebody in there taking a crap. Always. It seems like every time I go in there, somebody's well, taking it, a deuce. It's a Canadian on a vacation. I assure you that. <laughs> Probably is. Did you ever, did Although, you ever see that, that reel of there's the, somebody recording outside of the stall? So like where the urinals are and then the uh -huh. stalls to take a shitter right there, the metal stalls. And you see the guy's feet and his pants pulled down around his ankles. And the guy outside by the urinal is like, uh, uh, and he squirts like this mayonnaise dove soap mixture that's like really creamy against the side of the thing, oh, and, it's, and it's dripping down on the floor next to the guy's feet. He's like, oh, oh, and he squirts it everywhere again, and the guy starts fucking freaking out in the in the stall. But he's taking a shit, so you know he can't get out there fast. He's got to right, most pants up right. on you're gone. But then the clip ends. Fucking genius. That's hilarious. Yeah. Hilariously demented, which is always cool. Yeah. So, 
that, yeah. that's probably a that's probably a high note. Yeah, let, let, let's leave our Oregon Oregontonians and our Hessen Germany listeners wanting more. Yes, yes. and for and our, all of you who aren't from either of those places, we want you to want more as well. That's right, especially our 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 truck driver. That's right. Cheers to him. Cheers, cheers, cheers to, him. to you, bro. Yeah, we appreciate you. So with that, I will say peace out to another episode. Peace out, Nodals. Chat next week. Really quickly, just do a quick Done. test to make sure. Yep. Go talk. Mike for Clay. Hi. I might. I hey. I usually sit back like this a little bit more. Buongiorno. 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 Let's see. I just Excuse wanna, me. Just want to see if I'm echoey. The levels are not that high. The levels are not that high. You, you're going to speak louder than I that. I love the levels. I love being high. <laughs>